Blog Talk Radio. In the realm of the metaphysical, there are two sides. There is this side, and there is the other side. Have you ever asked yourself questions such as, When we die, why are we here? Where do we go? Why is there evil? What is What is it? What's the meaning of life? Why do we hate? Why do we love? What is awesome? What is life? Why is there suicide? What happens to those who choose that path? Welcome to Messages from Beyond, the show that addresses all of these questions and more with your hosts, Twin Soul Spiritual Mediums, Dennis and Alice Jackson. Well, welcome to Messages from Beyond. I'm Dennis Jackson. And I'm Alice Jackson. And tonight is a very special night for us. Today is February 19, 19th, 2013. And today is Dennis's birthday. So everyone say happy birthday. <laughs> Double applause. Please. Double applause. Everyone in the chat room, say hi to Dennis. Say happy birthday. And that's our choice that we choose to spend our birthdays yes. with you. Yes. And is, uh... our theme tonight is your history is not your destiny. Yeah, boy, that's for sure. And what did I do this weekend that you, proves that? You did an amazing thing this weekend. I am so proud of you. <laughs> I have to tell you, this is she's um, she has taken upon herself to. Well, Saturday was my birthday, so Friday we went and I went to look at curves um, for the exercise. I've done this in the past, about eight years ago, mm-hmm. when I was a little younger, and it was easy, and it was fun, and I enjoyed it, and I got away from it. And I said, okay, let me just take the paperwork home with me, and I'll take a look at it. And Dennis says, no, sign up now. And I did. And Saturday morning, on my birthday, I got up. Well, actually, Friday night, I went and did a, a, a half-an-hour workout. Yes. And then Saturday morning... I got up and did a full, a double session of Zumba. Zumba. I have never done Zumba before, and apparently I had the tougher of the two instruction and um, Zumba instructors that they have there, and it was great. I had such a blast, and it's motivating. It's great. So, and they say it takes 21 days to form a habit. And that's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to go as much as I can <laughs> in 21 days and let it become a habit. And I feel good. My my knees <clears throat> are killing me. Every bone in my body, every muscle in my body is killing me. That means me. you're doing good. Well, I'm going to take that back. That's not a good term, killing me. No. Uh, they hurt. It's living you. <laughs> no, making you they, live. they are making me aware they exist. My muscles exist. Well, the beauty of it, though, is is this. The one thing that that you have to understand, and, and you experienced this directly, you went, you did your exercise, you came back, you felt on top of the world. And you know why? Because every time that you start exercising, you start moving your body, you start moving, it releases endorphins. And endorphins are the pleasure, pleasure feelings. 
That's what oh, creates oh, so that's pleasure. your motivation. Yeah, so if you exercise <laughs> enough, all you'll get is pleasure out of it. It's, and, you know, and I hear that from people all over all that's the That's why time. sex is so pleasurable. Exactly. It releases endorphins because you're you working go. out. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I see, you know, people on Facebook posting, they went to the gym, they did this and that, and they feel terrific. And I go, what are you, crazy? And so it is. It feels good. And... And it's fun because there's just a lot of women there my age, and nobody cares what you look like. I can go for the first time in my life, I can go somewhere without makeup, uh, although I do put a little base on, but I don't put eye makeup on. And I go, I put a hat on, and I'm there, and I come back in a half an hour, and it's all over. So it's it's just fun. And that is my goal. But my history has always been manana. I'm not going to do it now. I'm going to do it tomorrow. Or, no, I'm too tired. I don't feel like doing this. Um, I'm too fat to go out and exercise, you know, which is a crazy reason. And because I've always done it in the past does not mean that that's going to be my future. No. It's not my destiny to always be this way. And I see women there that are my age and older who have lost a lot of weight and have have felt great. And I, and I see a lot of people who have lost a lot of tone, including myself, toning up and getting back in shape. Exactly. You know, and then you can exercise more as you grow, as you keep moving. Then you exercise more, you you get more stamina, and, and as um, Twin Souls to Be says, uh, sex lasts longer because you're not worn out. She said it right there. I, I know. I got it right there. Oh. Well, I, ha- I, have to, I have to acknowledge Terry real fast. Terry just sent us a note and said that Lori is under the weather. They're oh. in Arizona. She's under the weather, and they're not going to be able to listen to the show tonight. So give Lori our healing love and yes. let her, let's everybody send Lori some healing energy. And she's our it's, energy lady that helped us with the show last night. Picture some chicken noodle soup. Chicken noodle soup, Terry. Go get her some. Yeah. And tell her we feel... Um, we, we're sorry that she's feeling under the weather, but you guys make sure you listen to the archives, okay? So, uh, anyway, we're going to be talking about your history and how everything has, if it's always affected you in the past and it's always been a certain way, if, for example, if you've always been fat or you've always been um, without a job or you've always been. Um, Let's rephrase without that. Friends. You've been overweight. Thank you. That's not a good word. Yeah. Uh, you've, if you've always done something, choose again. It I, doesn't mean I, it's I, going I'm to be your, I, his, your destiny. I don't see myself as fat. I see myself as overweight. But when I look in the mirror, I, I see the fat. See, I don't you see know? you as no, 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 fat. I and you, you always say that to me. But I, I see you for the soul that you are. I see, I see your soul. Way. And that's and that, the beauty yeah. of twin souls. And we talked about that on our last couple of shows about twin souls and twin soul love that um, you look beyond the outer shell because that's all it is. It's just a mm-hmm. shell that we've chosen to have in this lifetime. Why I chose to have this shell, I don't know. But, and there I go. Again, I'm not supposed to say that. But, right? <laughs> <laughs> However, um, where'd you go? 
I just wanted to say goodbye to Terry and, and Lori, and I apologize yeah, for that. Yeah, and you got uh, lost he, in the... He was sending uh, me a private thing. note there, and I had to see it. But um, people okay. have always said, you know, oh, woe is me. Uh, I just got fired from my job. I'll never get another job, blah, 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 blah. It's not so. The bottom line is who you have, how it has always been in the past is not the way it has to be from this point on. Right. All you have to do is say, my history is not my destiny, and I am uh, going to change it. Exactly. So, And especially it, with relationships, when people say, I always choose the wrong people, you're not going to do it again. So we have to understand that as we're looking at our life, all the only thing that is going to cause that history not to be your destiny is you. Exactly. Deciding it, changing it, moving forward, and making it happen. So what else we did this weekend was we went out because I also have to get in shape. Yes. But for me, it's it's my, my muscles after having had uh, a knee surgery, knee replacement, and knees, and all this has just has just gone down to nothing. Now I have a I have a torn rotator cuff that I have to have actual surgery on in the next uh, probably in the next six months or so, six weeks I hope. Um, but I have to get my stamina built back up and my muscle tone back up. So we went out and we bought an, a recumbent bicycle. So that's being delivered on Sunday, and and then we're moving forward. We're also going to be going on our our, our weight loss uh, program that we did last a couple years ago, which I lost 50 pounds on. And as soon as we got off, and of course I got back into my old habits because mm-hmm. I, I hadn't lost changed because I hadn't changed my mindset into knowing that my history was still my destiny. That was where I was going. I'm right back to where I was exactly, you know. And so we're on the right track. We're moving forward. And you know what? I want to hang, invite all of you who have those feelings that you need to do that. Let's let's start something here. Let's start right. a, a a mindset. Exactly. You have and we'll to have support to each other conviction, each week. Conviction and mindset and commitment. Be committed. Uh, we're not doing this as a lecture tonight. I guess it's just to it's let you contest. know. It's not a contest, but it's like a support group. Yeah. Just because something's always been one way or another does not mean you have to do that as well. If, if somebody, if you've always had, the best example is if you've always chosen poorly and you had, you feel like you've had bad judgment in relationships. And you've always ch- chosen the same guy or the same girl. Same type. Time, time to change your, the way or you Or you're look in at an it. abusive relationship doesn't mean you're always going to be there. You can choose well, in that case, to it doesn't, change. It doesn't mean you're going to stay there either. Exactly. You're not going to stay there, and you're not going to choose the same person. No. Choose again. Say, you know what? I've had that experience. I don't need it anymore. My sister gave me great advice the other day when we were talking about dieting. And she says, you know what? When you look at something and you're tempted to eat it, say, you know what? I've had it before. I know what it tastes like. And I can have it again one day. That doesn't work but for right me. But right now, I don't want it. I choose not to have it. That doesn't work for me because I, if I say I've had it before, I know what it tastes like, and doggone it, it tastes great, so I'm going to have more. <laughs> Willpower, dear. I know. But I, it's like with <clears throat> smoking. I got a wonderful email, um, Facebook message today from uh, Tanya who called into our show last week, and she said she quit smoking. 
Yeah, cool. And her grandmother came through last week in a reading and said that she needed to quit smoking. And we don't don't get messages like that all the time unless it's necessary. Only when it happens supposed to. So you take, for, for, for not smoking, you take it not one day at a time. You take it one hour at a time, five minutes at a time. And the same with overeating. I also want to say something about, we've set up our show tonight, and it probably shows on your time frame that there's two hours and 40 minutes left on the show. There's not. What we did was I set it up for three hours so that when we come to the end of the two-hour show, and this is going to be six to eight, if there's something I'm into, the reading or something, we can carry it over for a few minutes and still be okay, and it'll still get recorded. Because if we were if we were doing a two-hour show and we continued on, it wouldn't be recorded, so it wouldn't be in the archives. If you only set it for two, so I just wanted to clarify that so everybody's looking at it. So it is a two-hour show, right? <laughs> <laughs> and with that, you know, we we talk a lot about words and ideas and attitudes, and that's what comes into play with manifesting your destiny. It's all in your attitude and the verbiage that you choose. We want to get ri- we want. This is the word we're going to get rid of. The word want, want is not going to be in your vocabulary. Need is not going to be in your vocabulary. Deserve will be. Deserve and have are in your vocabulary. It is. Is and knowing and get rid of the word should because you should never should on someone. <laughs> and because when you say the words I am, anything that follows it is defining who you are in your mm-hmm. own mind and what you're telling the universe. So if you say I am lonely, I be. need a mate, I'm looking for a mate, I want to find my soulmate, all you're doing is manifesting that you know that you don't have this in your you life. You know you don't have it, and it's you know it's not there. Right, and the universe will say yes, you need yes, you will I'll, always want. But if you say <clears throat> I have a relationship and it's on its way to me, I'll go one step farther. If you say I don't have any money, you don't have any money. You're exactly. not going to have any money. If you say I have money, it may not have arrived yet, but it's it's coming it's and it's coming. here. It's and on I its I way. It. I have more than enough. Yeah. I always have enough, and the mantra should be, I have enough for myself and enough to help others. If, need, if I need to. If I need yeah. to, exactly. But you always have, I have, not I want. Okay. You may not have it in the account right now, but you will. Create it, and it will happen. It's. I know, everybody says it's so new agey. It is, because that's what manifestation and abundance are. And now we need to teach by an example. And the example that I always use is my sweetheart here and my lovely wife, lover, friend, best friend, is always or has always in the past, but is not going to do it anymore, always said, we're short, we don't have enough money. And what do I say to you, and what have I always said to you? There's always enough. And what happens? There's always enough. There's always enough. And we've proven it over and over and over and over. Sometimes it may be just enough, but it's always enough. enough. 
but it's enough. And, okay. and you know, and that's where it comes in that I I know I have enough for myself and to to carry on to survive, to pay my rent, do all my stuff, and I might and I will have enough even to help other people if I need to. And that's what I've always said. And we changed, and and it's changed up. So the point is that way. Exactly. And it's and that the, way all the time. And then the other thing is. Always be in gratitude. Oh, always. Have yes. an attitude of gratitude. It's so important because once you've put it out there to the universe, just be in gratitude and say thank you. And yeah. just be in the I am. I am content. I am happy. I am, I am, I am. And anything that follows. I am beautiful. Okay. I want to I want to clarify something. Uh, Twin souls to be, she said, isn't I am God's word, so to speak? Example, I am affirming to, well, yeah, but you know what? You are God. In the you are all a part of God. Strictest sense of the word, you are a part of God, so therefore you are God. So that makes you when you say I'm part of God, I am a piece of that. You also have all the knowledge that God has, all the knowledge. And I, I call God everything there is, everything there ever was, and everything there ever will be is what I encompass into God. So what we've come to know is that we all come a part of that. We're, we, we, we break off into our small little, little selves here, and we think, oh, we're just minute, we're just small. No, 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 without you, God wouldn't be God. It wouldn't be the same. So every piece, every particle of that persona of the deity of God is important and, and needs to be there and also needs to be focused in the same direction. So if we could get everybody moving in the same direction, we'd, just, we'd overpower the world. <laughs> okay. Anyway, let's go over to let's, the phones. We're going to go to the phones and open up the lines and remind everyone that our, we're taking your calls tonight. The number to call into is 347-843-4722. And also, while you're on the Internet or later, take a look at our website, messagesfrombeyond.com. Be sure and follow us on Facebook and Twitter and or like our fan page, and you'll get notices of what's going on with us. There's an, a free app that you can download. All of the, the QR codes are both on our front page. And also, you can follow us on Blog Talk Radio, and then you'll know when our shows are going to be on, because from time to time, we add a special show, like we did last Thursday for Valentine's mm -hmm. Day. And all of the shows are available for you to listen to at Archives. Okay, let's go to the phones and talk to area code 207. Welcome to Messages from Beyond. Hi, good evening. Hi, and this is, um, and you are? Tom. Tom, okay. Tom from, Maine. Tom from Maine. How are you? Very well, thank you, very well. What an inspiring conversation you two are having. Oh, thank you. Thank you. It's very nice to hear such clarity in, in simple terms put together, you know. You know, you. And, that's, I have. and that's why we try, we try to keep it, rather than woo-woo, we try to keep it in terms that, you know, it makes sense. Oh, yes, right it does. So, what can it we do for you tonight, Tom? Oh, I just called to uh, listen to your show, because I, I can't get it on the Internet, but I do oh. have a number, and I speak okay. dial, and 
I just figured, let me just press one and see how things are. And okay. See if you have any, uh, if you could pick up anything on me, around me, or. Okay. Um. <clears throat> well, this is very, very weird. To, <laughs> very weird thought that just popped in my head. Are you going to the dentist? No, today. Yeah, no, not today. Next week. Next week. <laughs> okay, because all of a sudden they're telling me dentist. Yeah, I know. It's like whoa. Um, and is it for the uh, tooth on the right side in the back? Yes, it is. Oh, well, they're telling me you're worrying too much about it. It's all going to work out fine. Um, it's not as bad as you think it is. Oh, great. Fantastic. Okay. It's going to come out. It's going to come out. <laughs> there you go. It's, try, there you it's go. been trying to come out on its own, but it's being stubborn. Cool. <laughs> that is really funny. I, that is funny. It's like if that's the worst thing you got to worry about in the next, uh, at least this week, then that's great. Oh, now, <laughs> I if, wish. Now, if that doesn't prove to you that they're around you and watching you, I don't know what does. <laughs> really? Right? Really? It's the little things. Exactly. So if you were going to change something in your life that you wanted to not stay the same as your history, what would that be to you, Tom? Um, well, it is already. I'm taking better care of myself. Good. And uh, I'm eating better. Good. Eating less. Eating less. And better. Good. Good. Did, now, I, did you have, is there a history of alcoholism in your family? Yes. And did you suffer from it also? Yes. I'm supposed to tell you kudos. You're doing great. How? How Have you been clean and sober for a while? Oh, I don't look at it that way. I oh. stopped drinking over 12 years ago, and I'm just... I just oh, good. Good. Good attitude. That's that's cool, because they, they just look at it as, uh, that's you're, you're doing great. Good. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Is your dad on the other side? Yes. Was that alcoholism with him? No. Um, Who I was think it with? A couple of generations. Okay. Well, he's really giving you kudos, giving you... Pats on the back and all kinds of stuff. So he must have been watching and kind of worried about you when, when he was here. Yes, I'm sure he was. Yeah. And um, another weird question, but do you play an instrument like a guitar or were you into music bands? I'm into music, but I don't play anything. No. Okay. 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 Um, and, and what kind of music do you listen to most of the time? Everything from classical to rock and country and everything in between. Are you familiar with the the group Enigma? Yes. Um, I'm I'm really supposed to direct you to start listening to that quite a bit and allowing yourself to be taken with the, with the rhythm and the sound because what Enigma does is there's a there's a a sound that flows through the middle of it. Um, it's like a the key. And it just resonates with your soul and just resonates and causes things to start moving forward and start uh, getting better and better. So um, start taking a listen to some of the some of the newer stuff, some of the older stuff, too. But, um, yeah. I'll pay more attention to that. It'll, it'll move you in a new direction. Just allow it to kind of hit you right in the middle of your chest and go out from there. Okay? Is your, and your mom's over also? No, she's still here. Oh, who's the lady that would be like a mother figure? Is that your mom, your dad's sister or your mom's sister? 
An aunt? Mom's, my mom's mom, my grandmother. Oh, okay. So she was involved in helping raise you then, huh? Yes. Cool. Well, she, that lady that lady just wants to give you a giant hug. She just kind of has her hands clasped together, together just kind of going with a big smile. I mean, really big smile. So she says, <laughs> tell you, you're doing great, and uh, um, you deserve this. So okay. there you go. Applause yeah, from the other side. I speak to them every day. Yeah. Great, great. Wonderful. All right, Tom, you take care. All right, you too. No, wait, Tom, you I, have a quick, I have a quick question, yeah. Tom. I, I don't know if it's for you or somebody holding on the phone, but I'm hearing uh, uh, the Pete or Peter. Who's that around you? Is there someone by the name of Pete? No. No. Hmm. Yes. Yeah, uh, a, a very recent associate of mine. Just passed over? No, he just came into my life. There you go. Well, That's what it is. Confirmations Conf- of future things. Confirmation <clears> there. <throat> okay. Okay. Alrighty. All right. Thank All right, you Tom. so much, Tom. And okay, you're gonna thanks. stay. You're gonna stay on and hold, correct? Yes. And happy Great. birthday. Yeah, oh, thank you. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Yeah, we had a fun Saturday. Was my birthday, <laughs> and. Um, we had a big event Saturday night, and mm-hmm. 30 people, 33 people in a small little bookstore. And then we were there till midnight. It was fun. And we're having a new another event. We are March, having another uh, event. Second. Saturday, March 2nd, for anyone in the um, greater Seattle area in, in Everett at Vision Quest, we'll be on again. Yeah. You're going to post that to our website as yeah, well. well. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm let's... a little slow these days. <laughs> I'm older. You're old. You know, old. For three days I was a boy turn. Now I'm just an old man. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> for three days he's, he's younger than me. Anyway, we're 810. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Hi there. Hello. I was just laughing at you. That <laughs> yeah, <it> was funny. <laughs> old. <laughs> Hi. Who are we talking to and where are you calling from? Oh, th- this is. This is Tanya. Hi, Alice and Dennis. Hi, from Michigan. Oh, Michigan. Hi, you quit smoking. Yes, 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 I, yes. I was just talking about you. Cool. <laughs> I heard that. Congratulations. How many, how many re- days now? Um, let me see. It kind of gradually started, but it's actually been over, uh, going on three days. Like, nice. Oh. That and I feel fun. amazing. It's just like beautiful. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Get a double applause. Double applause. Yeah. <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> that's that's really great. Terrific. How's it going for you? You know what? It's going wonderful <laughs> for me. I actually Good. just I feel amazing. I I'm not really stressing or anything. It's Good. Uh, it's my very happy for you. <laughs> cool. Well, so, thank you. So, so in your in your in your soul, as far as within the within the the realm of who you are, how do you feel about making this move after a lot of years? My soul feels like it could just my heart, my soul, everything just feels like it could reach beyond anything. I, I feel so awesome. much growth. And energy the last few days that it's amazing. Well, 
Part of the reason you have the energy feeling is, number one, you're not beating your body up with smoke. But number two, you're getting in, in, energy and 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 uh, positive uh, positive energy, I guess, <laughs> from the other side. <laughs> just you're just getting energy sent to you, and positive thoughts and positive feelings and everything being sent to you, and healing positive healing energy. That's what I was trying to say. Exactly, it's Thank coming you. to you. And all of your relatives on the other side are just packing it in, and they they want me to tell you that you've made a great great, great stride, a great new um, uh, jump into this whole thing. So uh, feel good about it. Feel really good about it. And just, just watch. You're on the, you're on the, on the other direction now. I know that with this stop, everything that I'm striving for with my journey and my spirituality, things are going to be so much clearer now that I don't have that smoky haze around my aura and mm-hmm. things like that, so I'm, 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 I, you know, I'm, I'm pretty, pretty hyper already. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, and and it takes about, for, it, let's let's say you smoked for about how what twenty years? You say twenty twenty five years? Yeah, it was twenty. Well, twenty five. Yeah. Twenty five. Yeah. So just figure that it's it's not going to take 25 years to get rid of it, but it will take probably four or five years until your lungs are re- getting on the really clean side. I think they yeah. said, there's statistics I heard the other day was it takes about two or three years just to get things started cleaning out. And I think five years is the, is the realm as to where you, if you make it five years and don't have anything, any problems, you'll be cleaned out enough that you won't have to worry about it at all. Okay. Yes, and I, I'm going to affirm that. I'm going to, you know, meditate on it. I'm going to do everything, you know, that's you helped go. me so far with this. There you go. And do you know somebody named Della or a name like like that? Della? Della, yeah. Um, well, I have a, a cousin, Adele. She is, um, uh, you know, on, okay. here with me. You know, she's still... She hasn't passed over. I have an Adele. Okay. I know her mother just passed over. Ah. Well, the reason that that name came in, Adele or Adela, I I, I just got a little backwards, but the the important thing is is the name around you comes through for confirmation of, of future things. In other words, we can't really see what's in the future. We can see what's given to us or what what we perceive as as the the path that we would go given the circumstances we're in right now. So what they do is they'll give me, and I've asked them to do this. If I'm doing something about future things, like telling you now in five years you're going to be nice and cleaned out and everything's going to be working the right way, they'll give me a name around you to confirm that. So when a name comes through and and that person's still here, that's okay. That's a good thing. They may be on the other side, too. So now given that, I want to come back and say that you need to tell her that her mom is is really, really proud of her. And she wants her her to know that in this situation where she's at, um, uh, a situation she was in before she passed, was more painful than the situ- than than the actual passing. Okay. Do you, you understand all that? 
I do. I do. Oh, good, yeah. good. But just tell her daughter and tell her daughter that she's hanging around and she really likes the the a big fluffy chair. I don't know what what kind of fluffy chair she has in her house. But I'm seeing red, so I don't know if it's a red chair or if it's a red room or if there's something bright red right next to it. I don't I'm not sure where the red is coming in, but it's there. Okay. 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 Yes. So so just tell her definitely. tell her things are, are around. Do you know if she has a dog? Because I'm feeling a dog around her. I think so. I think it was actually, I think it was my aunt's dog, yes. Okay. I believe so. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if she's got the dog or, or somebody else, but the dog is very important to her. So if you can okay. get a hold of her and tell her to call in sometimes, I, I think her mom would like to get, a, get a, talk to her. If she's up, okay. if she's open to that. If she's open, sure, sure. Okay. Right. I, I can have her call in. Great. Okay. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, Alice, I want to thank you for your support with me today as well. And you know, I'm I'm really happy with myself, but the support is also wonderful. Cool. Oh, absolutely. Thank, thank you so much. Good job. Oh, good job. And, yeah. uh, you know, we're just so proud of you. I quit smoking December 11th, 1984. Wow. And it, I quit cold. And I was, uh-huh. I smoked two to three packs a day when wow, I was a smoker. Smart. I was in law school. And, um,. It, no, actually, it was 1985, December 11th, 1985. I was going to say, I yeah, quit in 84. You quit <laughs> I quit in 85 because I quit, um, actually, I quit two weeks before law school finals. Um, and, you know, talk about being crazy. The thing is, I had bronchitis, and I would get bronchitis twice a year. Oh, and the next yeah, smoking and when, doesn't help. And it would just knock me out. I would be out for like two weeks, couldn't <clears> breathe. You know, very, very difficult to walk. You know, too, too far. Or, you know, just it's those days that you sit in bed and you say, "I just want to die." You know, that kind of a you know, yeah, problem. And I knew the next time up, I used to get bronchitis twice a year when I smoked. I would get it every winter and every summer. And I knew the next time up would be for the bar exam. I was in my third year of law school then, so I forced myself to quit and okay. say, because I was afraid that I would be too sick to take the bar exam the following summer. And so I quit cold, never looked back, oh, good and I never used a patch or anything else. So I had such discipline and, um, uh, what's the word, um, Conviction. Yeah, conviction um, for it. But uh, I just, willpower. Hey, willpower. That's the word. I had such willpower. I don't know why I can't do the same with food, but, <laughs> um, but I did. And once you make up your mind, you're you're just when your grandmother came through and said you must quit smoking, you take that to heart. I sure did. I very much did. Yes. It, they know more than you do right now, and it's very important, and we're just so happy for you and so thank proud you. that you listened. Yeah, I, uh, thank you. I, I, it's amazing. I'm, I'm so grateful for in, that. In, in 1980, when I was, I, was still, I was living in Washington, I've lived in Washington State pretty much all my life. Alice is from Florida. On May mm-hmm. 18, 1980, Mount St. Helens exploded and blew a big hole in the, um, in the ground and uh, and. Four years later, on May 18, 1984, 
uh, you know, Mount St. Helens was smoking on May 18th, 1984. I quit smoking in honor of oh. myself. <laughs> and it was, it wasn't, I didn't have the conviction that she did. I, um, I actually had a cough going on and my doctor told me, he used to say, Oh, you know, you should, you probably should think about quitting smoking. And I'm going, oh, okay, I'll think about yeah, it. Yeah, they always so, say oh, that. I'll think about it. Oh, yeah. Every time I go in, it's like, yeah, you might want to think about quitting smoking. Well, I developed this cough and it continued. And I went in for a checkup and my doctor looked me in the eyes and he goes, Dennis, you have to quit smoking. And that's not a, that's not a think about it. That's, you have to stop smoking now. And when wow. he said that, it scared the hell out of me. I thought, oh, my God, is it because of this coffee? He goes, there's something going on there. We need to grab it right now and, and nip it in the bud and stop it right now. And I said, okay, and I, I quit. But I, I got Nicorette gum, and Nicorette gum was not was just just came on the market. I mean, I was reading an article about it in Reader's Digest, and I said, so, Doc, uh, can I get this on my prescription? Uh, you know, uh, I was with Group Health in Washington, and it was uh, what do they call them? Uh, well, what do they call them? It's a consortium or something. I can't. A co-op, like co-op. Co-op. <laughs> and co-op. they didn't. Okay. They didn't. They didn't have it in their pharmacy. He said, "But I can give you a prescription, and you can go buy it." And it was like thirty dollars. I went, "Okay." <laughs> so I went out and bought a two-week supply, and I and I. I chewed on this gum for about four days, and the fourth day I was out mowing my lawn. You know, you're supposed to chew it and then put it in your gum, and so I was chomping away on this stuff. And after about 15 <laughs> minutes of, of chewing on it, I, I stopped and shut the lawnmower off, sit down on the lawn, and went, oh, my God, I'm stoned. You know, I was so <laughs> covered with this nicorette, nic- nicotine, and I that night, I broke out in hives thinking, and I was thinking, oh, my God, I'm going to have to quit. I'm going to go back smoking. But I, I quit the gum. I quit the cigarettes. I walked away, and I was done, and I never looked back. So it can be done. You know, that gum back back then, I, I thought it was regular gum, and I tried that when I was a kid. It was terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, yeah, good so. luck to you. Yeah, and, uh, do good job. Check back with us. We'll be your support group, Tanya. Thank okay. you so much, and we'll be yeah. talking to you guys. Thank All you. Right. Take care. Thanks. All right. Bye. Okay. You too. Good night. Good night. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. I, you know, when they come through with a message like that from the other side, it's for a reason. Well, there's only been because they normally they don't care what you do. No, there's only been about three times it's happened, and one was in Norfolk, Virginia. Mm-hmm. Her her dad, this lady girl's dad, came through and said, "Hey, you got to quit smoking. There's a spot on your lungs," and she. She looked me in the eye and she says, "There's no spot on my lungs. I just had a um, a physical, and they they found nothing." And I said, "Well, your dad's telling me you got to stop now. You better go check it out. I don't care if you did have a physical. Have an X-ray of your chest, and you're going to find something." She called us what two weeks later. Two weeks later, she said, "I've quit. I did go to the doctor, and yes, there was something on my lung, and I I immediately stopped. So thank you very much." And the doctor told her if she hadn't done it, it probably would have developed into some kind of a cancer or something. Exactly. So. And and you don't you don't give medical advice and, no. or things like that. But you always when doctor. you do readings, if if you're asked to, you give a like a body scan, and if it shows up as a red hot spot, mm-hmm. you let them know. Absolutely. All right, let's go back to the phones and talk to Erico nine zero one. You're on the air. Hello. Hi. There. 
I'm on speakerphone. Okay, you, you sound you sound okay actually. What's your name and where are you calling from? Hey. Uh, my name's Stephanie. I'm calling from Memphis. Hey, um, um, calling. Um, just wondering if there are any messages, just anything around me, any kind of just advice or. Well, what, I, I have to ask you something about a, a, a wedding or a lack of wedding or something. Did, did was there a problem at an altar? Maybe left at an altar or got to a wedding and decided not to? Is that you? Me? No. Um, I've never been engaged. We've been married, but I do have a, a cousin that's getting married next month. Okay. Wow, this is really, um, really ooh, interesting. <laughs> yeah, it sounds kind of ominous. I'm telling you. Um, are you in a relationship now? Um, I'm in a kind of it's complicated. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, That's a great term. I love that. Uh, you're, she's in a kind of complicated. <laughs> well, uh, gosh, let me let me be um, let me be uh, blunt. <laughs> All that's, right. Yes. That's, that's the only way I can be. You're in a placeholder relationship. Um, I don't know if it's complicated in in your mind in that way, or if it's complicated just because you, you know things are going around. Um, mm-hmm. It is. Oh, how do I say this? Your the placeholder. The, the the placeholder thought is like someone steps in, and you know it's like when you're uh, in line and you have somebody hold your place in line, and you you go do something, and you come back and you take your place again. Well, this relationship seems to have a placeholder in it until the right person shows up. Huh. Do you? How do you feel about this relationship? I'm going to be real blunt about it. I, I, do you feel like it's it's going somewhere, or is it kind of just? It's kind of like I'm stuck? not sure. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah, a part of me that wants to, and part of me is kind of feeling really. There's part of you that uh, wants to run. Yes. <laughs> there's a part of you that wants to run, and I'm going to tell you right now, you're going to end up running. Um, but I got to tell you, the reason you're going to running is be running is because it's the time. It's the time. It's time. It's time for you to move into the next to the new relationship. But so understand that it. It's okay to be in this relationship. It's okay to enjoy it for for what it's worth. Quote end quote. Okay. Okay. For what it's there for. It's not going to be. Excuse me, but I'm 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 blunt when I when I have to be blunt. It's not <laughs> going to be a long term relationship. It okay. it's, it just can't be because this person um, uh, has. Gosh! Oh, all of a sudden my computer wants to update Firefox. Sorry about that. <laughs> okay. Um, <clears throat> big message flashed on my screen. Uh, Wow, that's a sign in itself. I was going to say that's a message restart. to her. <laughs> this, <laughs> no, restart this relationship in your mind. In uh-huh. your mind, look at it as this is a um, this is a placeholder. I'm going to enjoy this relationship for what it is and only for what it is, and not think about it say, thinking, oh, I wonder if there's something more. I wonder if this is going to go anywhere. 
Uh, why yeah. do I feel like I want to run away? Why do I feel, <laughs> you know, and just kind of bouncing back and forth. Now, are you 22? Yeah. No. Oh, no. I'm 32. 32. I've always been told that I look younger. Well, you have young energy. Sound younger than no, you're, oh, yeah. you just have young energy. So, because I'm reading your energy. <clears throat> uh, the uh, the thing that's important is again, uh, is that it's not going to be for a long long period of time. Okay, okay? it's not going to be um, years. It's it's only going to be uh, a few months, and then that person's going to walk into your life, and when that person walks into your life. There's not going to be a feeling of, oh, my God, is this good? Is this is this the one? Is this, you know, it's going to be, whoa, I'm out of here. See you later. I've got this to go to, and I've got to go to it. <laughs> and that's all there is to it. Thank you for your uh-huh. time, sir. Uh, I'm on my way. So, <laughs> all right. Who's who's Richard or Dick or something like that? Rick? Rick. Rick, yeah. Richard, Dick, something like that. Nick, there's a Nick. Nick, who is that? Uh, he's kind of um it's interesting because I was in a long-term relationship for about three and a half years and it was like the kind of thing where like I wasn't sure like I knew there wasn't something right. Like I almost felt like he was kind of like a father figure and then there was yeah. Nick came along and Nick I went to and Nick is kind of like I've gone back and forth with him, like, you know, part of me is, like, really attracted to him, and the part of me wants to run. And this so, is not the relationship you're in right now. And the ex-boyfriend is still kind of hung around, and I really haven't really been able to, like, emotionally make decisions, because it's interesting you said that that you read my energy, and it was, like, 22, because in my early 20s, I started having all these bad relationships. And I kept on going from one to the other. And mm-hmm. I never really had a chance for personal growth. I never really had a chance to grow, to mature. And, you know, so it's interesting that you said that. Yeah. No, so Nick or Nick is not the one you're in the relationship now that kind of goes back and forth? Yeah, he's the one I'm in the relationship now. He's in the one. Okay. I just wanted to clarify who he was because I wanted to make sure you didn't have two or three of these going on. So. No. Oh, thank goodness I don't. No. It's been so hard on me. Well, it lately. is. It, My heart and soul are just broken, I feel. Yeah. Well, the, My compass the, is totally broke. <laughs> Well, the so. point the point of it is 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 your 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 twin soul relationship radar is on the fritz right now. So yeah, totally. But don't but don't think that ha- that it's going to stay that way. It's simply yeah. one of those things that you have to go through because right now you're in a decision making point. You could settle for what you're in now. And move forward and get married and have that, and that would be a choice, and you would move into it and be okay. And but but I'm telling you right now, if you, even if you do that, it's going to get to a point. And and I don't was it you I talked about? Yeah, it was being in a relationship and going to the altar, and then all of a sudden no, and running the other way. Yeah. Didn't we just start? Aren't you the one I just started yeah. that with? That's yeah. what would uh-huh. happen if you continue in this relationship. You're going to get to the altar and go, uh-uh, can't do this. <laughs> so don't even think about it. 
I mean, you can think about it. You can decide to do it, but that's what's going to happen. Because the person that you're supposed to be married to, having a relationship, and having children is coming, like, right down the road. Now, I don't know if maybe that person's in another relationship and you're just, you're on hold waiting for that person to come to you. Um, I mean, your soul, your soul knows where you're supposed to be. You just don't right now, but... Your soul does. Stephanie, let me ask you a question. Are you okay with you? Yeah, that's another with Where another you good are question. now in your life. Do you like yourself? No, absolutely not. <laughs> okay, so if that's you're not you're happy with you, then you're going to repel the person you're trying to yeah. attract. Mm-hmm. Follow that? Do you because read much? They're going to see it in your eyes. Do you read much? Are you not very much? I do read, but not as often as I should. All right, so I'm going to take I'm going to I'm going to take the role of your mentor right now. Okay, I want you to go out tomorrow or tonight. I don't know where you live. Memphis. I live in Memphis. Okay, it's a little late at night to do this, but do it tomorrow. Go out. Go to the local bookstore or the or the library. Actually, go to the library and check it out. Um, it's a book called Conversations with God. It's not a it's not a religious book. It's a very spiritual uh-huh. book. But book I want one. you book, book one, and I want you to go directly uh, as soon as you read the first part. Go to chapter eight and read about relationships. Actually, no, start at the beginning, and then go right through the book. But when you get to chapter eight, notice that it's about relationships. And when you get there, read it like four or five times the entire chapter. Okay. And get done with the chapter, go back. And don't go any farther until you get that chapter down in your mind like you could like you could recite it uh, verbatim. Read it mm-hmm. that many times. Just read it over and over and over. Because what it's going to tell you is that until you truly love you, you will never, no one will love you because they can't. Mm-hmm. Because all they're going to see is negativity. They're going to see that yeah. you don't love yourself, so it, it doesn't allow them. You're not going to allow them to get close and to twin you souls, because you'll put exactly. your wall up. Well, twin souls have unconditional love. And someone who does not feel good about themselves well, cannot accept unconditional love because they all they mm-hmm. say is, oh, no, you don't love me. You're, you can't love me because I'm not worth it. I'm not worthy of your you love. Are. You follow? But you are. So do that tomorrow. Okay? Okay. I'm I'm All serious right. because it will really it will change your whole life. Okay, let me ask you something else. What is it about yourself if you feel like answering? What is it about yourself that you don't like? And can it be changed? Um You can just say yes or no. Can it be changed? I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> Look at, and is it that important or is it only important to you? Hmm. If it has to do with okay. your if it has to do with your um body image, that can be changed. Or yeah. you could just and learn to love it. If it has to do with personality <clears throat> issues, <clears throat> you can work on that. You follow? Anything yeah. is doable. 
and take it and don't look at okay. it as oh my god there's so much to do so much to change I'll never amount mm-hmm. to anything I'll never <laughs> be able to fix it that's what we're talking about tonight your history is not your destiny yes, yes. it can be changed but do it and, and this has always been my problem I look at the big picture usually and say oh my god it's overwhelming I can't do it like when we trying to like when we go to move and I look at a room and I go oh I can't pack everything up well you're cleaning your house you, you know, take one take Spot at a time. Small spots at a time, little by little. Uh-oh. Chip away. We just lost her. Okay. Um, she'll be able to pick it up soon. Yeah. But for everybody listening, what you do is you take one little piece. It's just like chiseling a sculpture. You see the picture that you want it to be, but you take this huge block of of concrete or whatever they chisel, marble, yeah. Yeah. and... Chip it away, and it becomes a beautiful. Um, it's there. She is back is in nine oh one. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Okay, Stephanie, you're there. Are you there? I'm here. Oh, there we we lost you for we a lost second. you for a minute. I don't know how yeah. much you could still hear what we were talking about. Um, I didn't hear it. Okay. What uh, I'm saying, I, it's like you, you like you take a statue and you take this huge block of marble, and you know in your mind the the beautiful sculpture that you choose to, that you're going to make but you chisel away at it little by little until it becomes the beauty that you desire and the same way with yourself don't look at the big picture i don't look at myself and say oh my god i have to lose so much say okay i'll take each day at a time each week at a time and little by little it'll come off you follow mm-hmm. i do if there's anything about yourself that you choose to change, you can do it. You be the change. Okay? Be okay. the change. <laughs> <laughs> All right? So. And and you can do it. But you have to believe. That's the first thing. Believe it. Yeah. Achieve it. Okay? Yeah. yeah. I'm an artist, I understand. <laughs> oh, there you go. Perfect uh, perfect analogy. <laughs> All right, Stephanie, thanks so much for calling. Let us know how it's okay. going, okay? Thank you. Are you, are, right, you, thank you. are you listening to your phone, or you, do you need to stay on hold? Um, I'm listening on my phone. Okay. Uh, uh, not on your computer? Yeah. No, right. I got on the site. As soon as I got off work, I called the show. Oh, okay. okay. You can stay listen. on hold and, and listen, you can listen on as phone, long yeah. as you like, okay? Okay. All right, okay. thanks so much. You, you take care. Right now. All right, good night. All right, and now we're going to take a a little bit of break here, and uh, we'll be back in a a couple minutes, and um, we'll be right back. You're listening to Messages from Beyond with Dennis and Alice Jackson, and we'll be right back. Hi, this is Dennis Jackson from Messages from Beyond. Are you searching for your twin soul? Tired of kissing so many frogs to find your prince or princess charming? And this is Alice Jackson. Our book, Together Again, Twin Souls Reunite in Love and Life, is about spiritual connections and discovery. It is also about life's adventures, but mostly it's about love and two people who discover that eternal, unconditional love, true love, is but a heartbeat away. It's our story. Why not make it your story, too? Together Again has also been called a guidebook to finding one's own twin soul. Together Again is now available in hard copy and ebook Kindle format on Amazon.com.
Hi, I'm Alice Jackson. As twin soul spiritual mediums, Dennis and I are able to connect you with your loved ones on the other side. If you like getting a message on the radio, you'll love being part of the telecircle. With only six people on a one-hour phone conference, you'll receive your personal message and will have time to ask questions. You'll also receive the original artwork drawn by me and my spirit guides, plus an MP3 recording of the entire session. Great fun and powerful messages at an affordable cost. People from all over the world join in on these telecircles. Experience this unique connection with like-minded souls while sitting in your own home. Full details are on our website, messagesfrombeyond.com. Just click on telecircles. Call or email us to reserve your space or set an appointment for a private reading. 877-595-4111. Messages. From beyond. Well, welcome back to Messages from Beyond. I'm Dennis Jackson. And I'm Alice Jackson, and we're in the second hour 
of our show tonight, and it's February 19th. It's still your birthday. And I have to say that song that you just heard was uh, was a song that uh, a friend of mine recorded with permission, and um, I have permission to play permission. it. I played with permission, uh, and it's a <laughs> Billy it's a Billy Joel song. It's a remake remake of a Billy Joel song, and uh, it was my friend Don Garrett, and I played uh, the uh, strings in the background. I was not playing the piano. I'm not a piano player. But I did all the orchestration in the background and uh, played some little guitar behind, and uh, it's just a lot of fun. It is fun. That's so, your that's your love, and you've yeah. you finally got your music room the way you like it, and yep. you're happy. You got a what is that thing you got the the wireless? Um, oh yeah, wireless. Walk guitar, around the guitar. So. You can walk around the whole house, and you serenade me. It's fun. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right. Speaking well, of serenading, let's go back to the phones. <laughs> and we are six one zero. You're on the air. Hey, how are you? Hi, Good. welcome to Messages we from to? Beyond. This is Tim. Good night. Hi, Tim. Hi. Tim? Um, where yeah. are you from? Where are you calling from? Philadelphia. Oh, Philly. Philly. Yeah. We were, we were oh, there yeah. last year about like, this. Actually, we were there exactly at this time last year. I'd like two Philly steak sandwiches with extra cheese and onion. Wait a minute. <laughs> I have to ask you a question. Not wit, it's wit. I'm wit, yeah, wit. <laughs> Tim, wit. have we spoken to you before? Ah, good. You're a new caller? Yeah. New, call- new listener. Welcome. I have to tell you, my family's from Philadelphia. Yes. Yeah. Orig- we're, originally. We're well, my mom grew up in South Philly, okay, and so my dad... What? Stay in Philly, what parish? Oh, I don't know. Um, okay. They moved, actually, they moved to Miami. What was the Miami. street they were on? I'm going to tell you in a minute. They yeah. moved to Miami in um, right after World War II, uh, so in um, mid-40s, and... Um, but we went there last year, this time in February. Yeah, it was in February. And it was oh, we we took the little bus tour all over the city. Loved it. I didn't realize how beautiful Philadelphia is. What yeah. an absolutely beautiful city. But my mom grew up on um, the castle. Uh, no, uh, Passyunk <laughs> Avenue. Passyunk yeah. Avenue. I I know it well. It, okay, there I, is a cheese I, I, and sausage shop shop there. Are you familiar with it? I can't think of the name of it. It's a gourmet cheese shop on Passyunk. But there's a big sign out out there, and it says, Best Cheese and Sausage or something. Well, but the funny part of that is, that was the house my mom grew up in. Um, She she lived upstairs. Downstairs, her parents, my grandparents, had a store. My my grandfather had a paint store there. Mm -hmm. And my grandmother was very kosher kept a very kosher home. <laughs> and she was in this Jewish-Italian neighborhood. And now when we saw the sign over the store that said it was the best sausage in town, I had to crack up. <laughs> but, um, Pasiunk Avenue runs all the way down through South Street, but it comes up, crosses Broad, and it goes all the way up through South Philly, that in the Southwest Philly. Yeah. Yeah. Pasiunk Avenue Bridge. That's where I'm from. So I oh. know Pastor Avenue pretty cool. Oh, yeah. And and I know she went to Girls High, that's about all I know. Yeah. And my my father had a jewelry store on Sansom Street. Okay. Down Jewelers Row. Exactly. Yeah, cool. Yeah, so that's my history with Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Oh, well. Yeah, we had a and we just had a wonderful time there. So what can we do for you tonight? Um, just looking to see if you hear if you can hear from anyone. Um, there's some changes going around work. You know, um, is your dad your dad is on the other side? 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, the first thing that comes through, and this is, I, I don't know if I'm the the forgiveness medium, but your dad wants to apologize to you, a big apology, giant. And uh, I have a feeling it's, it, you, he says to tell you, you, you've deserved this all your life. Sorry I didn't do it before, but here it is now. Do you understand okay. what it's about? I don't. Um, okay. He passed when I was young. Um, we never really had any kind of. That's that's probably what it that's is. The apology. Yeah. That's yeah. probably what it is. It's yeah. just that he wasn't here for you. So. Yeah. Now you have, do you have a stepfather that's here still here? No, I never. My mom never re- remarried. Never remarried. Yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, uh, <clears throat> who's Jul- Julia or Julie? Or um, Julius. I have a, my cousin's daughter is Julie, but yeah. I, have a brother, I have a brother, Jerry. No, it would be the, the cousin's daughter, Jul, Julius or Julia. Julia, Jules, Jules. Jules. Yeah. yeah. Are Are you in touch with her, those them at all much? Yeah, I, I saw them yesterday. Huh. Well, how old is your your cousin's daughter? About six or eight? No, she's about twenty six. Twenty six. Wow. Well, <laughs> this is going to be kind of shocking. Okay. But <laughs> that little girl okay. was has the soul of who your father was. Okay. Um. It, it, <laughs> wow. <laughs> kind of kind of blows me away too. Uh, what they're telling me is that if you haven't had a real interaction with her and at this time you will from this point on there's something going on I don't know if there's a connection between the two of you that's different than other people but I mean a a respectful kind of uh, connection of some sort that it's almost like you're drawn to help this person okay are you understanding what I'm trying to say um I, I, I kind of understand what you're saying, but okay. Um, well, just watch in, it happen. In past, yeah, in the past, that's what I would do. But yet, in the past 26 years, we never really no connected. The, 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 her mother is is my her, her, my cousin's father and my father are brothers. Right. And she and I she and I connected, although she's a few years older than me. Direct cousins, um, though, right? Yeah, yeah, we're direct yeah. cousins. Absolutely. And you know her daughter Julia and I over the recent years were more friendly than we've ever been. Than you've ever been, yeah. Well, the thing yeah, is, I I never knew her really growing up. I knew who she was, but right. Like, you know, but she's a young lady. Just just you know. uh, start to try to get to know her a little bit better, and and just kind of and and I'll tell you a little story. There, were, I have a nephew. When he was five years old, um, I was sitting on the couch with him just talking. And, and prior to about six years old, if you get to connect to little kids, they will tell you things that will blow your mind <laughs> about yeah. the other side, about life, about what's going on. And so I said, I just said to him off the top of my head, I mean, this is when I was really in my discovery mode of what I do now. I said, so, Marky, um, who, who, who were you in a, before you came here as Mark? And he goes, oh, Uncle Dennis, what do you mean? 
He's five years old. He could, or maybe four or five. He could he could articulate, but simple stuff. And I said, no. Before you came to be in your mom's belly, who were you before that? And he looks me in the eye and he goes, I was in the Pony Express. There you go. And I just about fell off the couch. And I kept my cool and I and I wanted to just scream and go, yes. We're getting, you know, but I just was really calm, and I go, oh, really? So what would you do in the Pony Express? He goes, Uncle Dennis, I rode horses. And I went, really? <laughs> so what did you do when you rode the horses? And I, I didn't want to tell him anything. I didn't want to give him any hints because I wanted him to to give me whatever it was. And the funny thing was is <laughs> he articulated perfectly. He says, well, in the Pony Express, we carried mail from one outpost to the next outpost, and then we passed it on, and we, you know, 180 miles or 200 miles or whatever it was, and every 26 miles, there would be a way station, and we would uh, uh, drop off the horse we had, jump on another horse, take the mail, and, and ride on. And we did that till we got to our destination. I said, really? So what's the most exciting thing that ever happened? He goes, well, he says, got chased a few times, but one time my horse died. And I said, really? So what did you do? He says, well, I was exactly 13 miles from each post. I was right in the middle and it died. So I picked up the mail and I took the saddle and I carried it 13 miles and I got another horse and went on. <laughs> there you go. And about that time, his mom walked into the room and I said, so what did you do after that? He goes, Oh, let's go play baseball. And he ran out to the room. <laughs> That's and cool. that was it. So when you're talking to your niece, just just say, find out if she's into metaphysics or if she's interested in past lives. Or I think you'll find that you know, you know you're going to have some uh, interesting interaction with her. And just ask her who she was in a past life. If she, if and once you get to that point, it's going to take a little while for you to do it. But I think you're going to realize and find that she's uh, she's much more open to this than than what you might think. Okay. So um, <clears throat> now. As far as work, okay. uh, I, I know you had asked about work right at the beginning. You're in a position right now. Are are you working now? Because it feels like there's some kind of a lull going on. I yeah, I, I am working right now. You are working. Did you take uh, like some time off just l lately? No, um, I had a day off yesterday, um, but I really haven't had any time. Um, we were off in. Uh, between Christmas and New Year's, okay. you know, that was, that was the whole. Well, the reason I'm know, asking everybody. is there's some kind of a lull coming, and I don't know if that has to do with time off or just a lull in the in the way you're or you're doing the job or what you're doing in the job. But it, there's a lull coming that you're going to be confronted with. Um, what what's the work exactly? Um, I work at a university's bookstore. Okay. Well, there's some kind of a lull. Well, obviously, a lull would be in the summertime, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, sometimes, but like we have a lot of a uh, lot of um, sports camps and stuff that come in, and a lot of tours. So, you know, like right. half the store, half the store is books, and and well, about a third of those stores books now. Okay. And the other two, the other two thirds is all retail. 
I gotcha. Yeah, so that's what's keeping us afloat. Okay. Well, the, the important thing is there's there is a lull coming. There's a there's a downtime of some sort. I don't know if maybe if you, there's another job that's going to be coming to you that's going to happen, but um, it, it it seems that. Uh, it seems like there's there's something that's going to start taking your attention. Are you in a relationship now? Um, no, right? Yeah, well, yeah, we started seeing each other, and then uh, we haven't seen each other in about three weeks due to oh, okay, uh, due to just transportation. You know, I don't have a yeah. car; she does, but she needs work serious work done to her car before we can sure see each other again and. You know, sure. Well, that's going to change because there's an upgrade, uh, up, uh, an upgrade in the in the relationship. So, for me, that means you're going to be spending more time together. Maybe this is the lull I was seeing is that that three week period of time uh, in in a relationship rather than work. So, uh, but I think it has to do with work. So I'm just saying it could be that, but I I really feel like that's the work thing that they're telling me. So, um, and what was the other part of your question you had asked? Um, if you just had heard from anyone else and work, um, and your mom is still here, right? Now my mom had crossed over too. Gotcha, gotcha. That's why I was drawn to her. Um, I, she was being very quiet on the other side, um, and I think she's the one probably that's been giving me this information. I thought it was a guide, but it seems to be that it's your mom. Okay, cool. So. Uh, wow, this is this is gonna be a little weird. Guy, I'm uh, open. <laughs> uh, you're wearing a light colored shirt. Yeah, kind of light tan or cream. Uh it's kind of a looks like a light grayish. Light gray. Okay. It's like hard to see. So you're in Philly. I'm in Seattle. Yeah, it's I hear you. A little distance from. there, but on the left hand side. Just below the collar, there's a little spot there. Do you see the spot? I'm looking. No. Okay. Oh. Is it a little lower, maybe? <laughs> or over a little farther? Yeah, I'm looking. Uh-huh. <laughs> you might, you might have to, you might have to look in the mirror. I think it's you like a, a light colored, light little colored stain. Your mom wanted to let you know that you need to. Get that out of there. So I don't know. Maybe it's on the right, but I'm seeing you backwards. So um, <laughs> I, I I I know I I I did have a tomato sauce stain kind of on that one. I did wash it out. Yeah. Oh, good. Okay. Um, well, I so guess maybe, maybe she saw me taking out. Yeah, she was referring to it from before, but it was there. Yeah. So on that side. Yeah, it was there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> cool. Anybody oh, else cool. want to come in and say something? Uh, not at the moment. No, that's 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 about all I'm getting right now. But um, call back again for sure. I will. All right, Tim. You guys are here every Tuesday. Every Tuesday, yeah. uh, nine o'clock your time. Wait a minute, cool. Tim. Did you lose a wife? No. Well, who's the lady? Is that a sister? Um, no, I have one sister. She's still here. Fem- it's a I- female. An old girlfriend. Female, um, old girlfriend, I, something. Um, I have a, I have an older brother who lost a uh, a wife. Ah, that's she's that's, coming through. Yeah, yeah. She wants to get a message to let him know she's doing okay. 
Okay. All right. She's better than okay. Oh, she's doing great. She's doing great. Yeah, she's doing uh, great. Cool. All right, Tim. Right, cool. Thanks, Take Tim, care. thanks for listening. Thanks for calling in. We love first-time sure. listeners. Thank you. Have a good night. Thank All right. You. You and too. every Tuesday this time. Okay. All right. Thanks. All Whoa. right. That's, Whoa. you know. Wow. Uh, wow. That was, <laughs> that, was, that was that was heavy. All right. Let's go to um, area code 901. You're on the air. Hello there. Hi. Area code 901. Not there anymore. Hello. 901. Hello. Hi. Are you there? Hello, rush to your rush to your phone. Hello. We'll come back. Yeah. Okay. Area code three oh three one seven. You're on the air with messages from beyond. Hi, this is Jamie. Hi, Jamie. Hi, Jamie. How are you? Hi. Welcome to the show. I am doing good. How are you all? Great. Where are you calling from? Indiana. Oh, oh we're hearing you. We're hearing the echo of the uh, computer in the background. Can you turn it down? If you can turn your speakers down. I then. don't even think it's on. <laughs> well, we're hearing it, so. Are you on, are you on speakerphone? Uh uh-uh. uh and the and the computer's off. Oh, all right. Well, no, I don't know. Every once in a while, somebody will say that to me. Um, I don't know. It's probably this cheap phone. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> no, that's all right. That's that's not bad. Okay. That's no big deal. What can uh, we do for you, Jamie? I wanted to find out what you guys see about me going to the doctor tomorrow. Like, what they're gonna say. This has to do with my work. Okay. It's a physical. Yes. Well, it's not a phys- it's not a physical. Not no, but they're check they're checking you out for physical um, viability. I guess is the word I want to use. Yeah, workers' yeah. comp claim. Ah, uh, gotcha. Um, well, it's going to be all in your favor. It's going to turn out in 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 the positive for you. Okay. Uh, whatever it is that you're choosing to, what you need to get out of that is actually going to be um, what you need to do. I mean, it's going to be what you're trying to get. Okay, uh, I want to ask you a question about your lower back. Is there something going, some issue there right now? Yeah, for sure. And it, is. Did you twist it? Um, you know, I don't exactly know how I hurt it, but I mean, you know, okay, this is the problem. Is I work for a hospital. Okay, wait a minute. They, let me let me stop you oh, one second. Don't tell me okay. too much. I just want to. I'm kind of okay. zeroed in. Is there a sciatic nerve issue that you're working on? Is that what you're looking at? I, that's what I'm telling you. I don't know. They're not okay. telling me everything. Ah, gotcha. Okay. Um, well, it looks like it's a, a sciatic nerve because it hurts in your back, but it goes down your leg, doesn't it? Um, yes, and mostly it's uh, it's mostly at my butt. It first started going down my uh, leg. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So you've got you've got a sciatic nerve that's that's being pinched. You also have one of the one of the discs seems to be kind of, I don't know if it's cracked or off the side or moved or something going on there, but it has to, it's a disc issue. Uh-huh. So when you go in, make sure that they, I'm sure they will, they'll check out your discs. and. They've already, uh, this, yeah, they've already done an MRI and everything. And what did they find? Well, they told me that um, there's no cushion at the bottom, which I knew that because I hurt myself in my 20s from waitressing, but then they oh, gotcha. told me, mm-hmm. they told me there was two bulging discs. Now, yep. I go to physical therapy, and the lady said, they're not telling you everything. You have a torn one. You have a tear. Mm. Okay. So I don't know what that consists of because the well, hospital, I, go ahead. Well, when when a, when a disc bulges, it can get torn, and I, I'm not a doctor, and I don't know anything about it, but here's the here's the end, re, end result 
what happens, go to the physical therapy, do what they tell you to do, and make sure that you do everything they tell you and the way they tell you. Don't don't veer away. Don't you know? Don't go a different direction or or do something that's not recommended, because you're you're what you're trying to do is get that all put back together and straightened out. Now you may end up having surgery down the way, but what they're trying to do, and I understand this, is you they're trying to use the physical therapy to try to see if it can get it stronger, maybe shrink the shrink the the, the disc so that it comes back in. Excuse me, and so that they don't have to do a major surgery, but if they do go in, at least everything's shrunk back down, and it's not uh, causing a big problem. Well, um, I've been doing physical therapy for two months, uh-huh. and they just sent me back to work last week. And, oh, and no, too said, early. Yeah, they said part time, and my boss decided to do full time and Monday, Wednesday, Friday, do physical therapy. So I went to physical therapy yesterday, and I lost it when I left it. I was in such bad pain. So oh, yeah. They moved everything up, so I don't know. And they also um, took the workman's comp money, and they said, I went back to work, and workman's comp, you will not get any more money. So I'm going to a lawyer tomorrow as well. Good point. Good good job. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Yeah. Remember what I said? Do exactly what the physical therapist tells you to do, not anything more, not anything less. And yeah. you went back to work, so you weren't listening. You didn't take you didn't yeah. un- you didn't I, take them and and into heed. Well, I did. I I totally did take what she said, but you but know, your, it's 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 you know, I it's you can't what I'm doing, you can't put a scale underneath it and weigh it to say this is 10 pounds. Gotcha, gotcha. No, you're lifting things? Yes. Yeah, then mm-hmm. you, you got to stop. You, you have to stop now. You have to see that lawyer for sure. Okay, yeah. Because, and, and see it and get another doctor and get an, a second opinion if you can. I can't. I, you can't I, do it. I tried to go to one yesterday and they said if I did, it would completely make my claim denied. Okay then, don't do. Listen to them. Yeah, you gotta listen to them. You gotta listen to the lawyers and and or I mean the the doctors and then and then I think the lawyer is going to advise you uh, the right way to do it. So follow wait a minute, it. wait a minute, back up. Are you saying if you went to another doctor for a second opinion, they'll deny your claim? Yes. What did your lawyer say about that? I haven't talked to any lawyers yet. I'm going to one for the first time tomorrow after my doctor's appointment. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah, what you got. Yeah. I mean, I've had I've had two back surgeries. I've had my two lower discs removed. I was one of the lucky ones. Um, I actually never had therapy. I just went straight to surgery the way my disc was, and I was never had therapy before or after. I was I was very fortunate, um, and. Good guides. Good, and I never had another problem with it either. Wow. This was, one was in '89, one was in '93. Uh, I think I'm an inch shorter, but really, uh, you're an inch shorter. I wow. think at least, but um, it's I I've never had another problem. Uh, so you need to make sure you're going to the right doctors. Well, they sent me to a surgeon. And then the, he sent me to a physiatrist because he said, I want nothing to do with her. He kept telling him. He, it took me um, like two months to get him to even move. He didn't want to touch me because he works for the hospital I work for and the doctors oh. own my hospital. Okay, the doctor own hospital. 
Okay, go go see, go ask your lawyer what you can do. Uh, I've never heard of anyone saying you can't have a second opinion. No, I, yeah. You've got to be able to okay. get a second opinion. Okay. All right. So All right. That, Is it pressing on your sciatic nerve? I believe so because my yeah. like down my butt hurts mm-hmm. and and like yeah. you know from the beginning like there's something sticking out on the left side and then she got it to go away the physical therapist and now it's back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I think yeah. So. I don't yeah yeah it must be it must be. Yeah. All right. Well, see your lawyer and 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 follow what they say because if they're especially if they are. Uh, in this kind of a case, and they've done this before. Okay. Where are you located in Indiana? Are you near Chicago, Illinois? Uh, I'm not. Well, I'm probably about three or four hours from there. I'm oh, in Indianapolis. Oh, Indianapolis, so. big city. Yeah. All right, you're in big good hands. Big city. That's 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 important because at least you're in a city where the where they know you know at least what they had, doing. Uh, yeah yeah. Not that small towns don't, but usually the lawyers in small towns are they connected to the hospitals yeah, and know everybody around them. But in a bigger city, at least you have that anonymity, and that lawyer will be able to go in and say, hey, stop it now, don't do this, you know, yeah, and, and advise you the right way. Do you think the doctor will be okay tomorrow to the physiatrist? Will she, like, be in my best interest or their best interest? Um, That's a hard one because I, I feel like, they're working to to help you get better but whether they're going to whether they're with you or with the hospital if you're going to a doctor that's in the hospital they're going to protect their own excuse my french their own butt yes you know they're they're not going to be they're not they're not unbiased okay Okay. so be careful that way all right good luck jamie and let us know what's happening okay Thank you very much. I appreciate yeah. it. Take All right, care sure. now. Take care. Bye. Take care. All right. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh, I do remember that pain. Yeah. Oh, I've never Absolutely. I've never had any really bad back situations. It's right. But I've had others. So. But I I was I was very fortunate. Anyway, Jamie, yeah. if you're still listening, everybody in the chat room's pulling for you too. Yeah, good luck, so we'll yeah. send you good healing energy. We'll see if 901 is there yet. All right. 901, are you there? Hello. Oh. Hi, 901. Area code nine oh one. You are like on the, the air. Phone and is listening nope, in and that's about sound it. Like it. All right. All right. Anyway, the phone lines are open if you'd like to call. We've got about twenty minutes left. Um uh the number to call in is uh three four seven eight four three four seven two two. Three four seven eight four three four seven two two. Um we're it, talking about your history is not your destiny. Yeah, no, so what no. is it in your life, Dennis, that you would say correlates to that? Your history, history is not, is not destiny. your destiny. What well, have you done in your life that you say, this happened to me in the past, but it does not define who I am? Oh, it was about money. It was about money. I was always, I was always chasing the the next giant best thing, you know, the 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 thing that was gonna get rich scheme and all those, and I would always be falling on my face because I always got sucked in because I was I was a salesman and I sold things and I sold cars, I sold houses, I sold real estate. I mean, I sold fire alarms. Was the first thing I sold <laughs> of all things. And um, it was always, you know, chasing that next great thing that was coming down, but not knowing where I was going. And, and ever since I got into metaphysics, the thing that I learned is is that 
if you keep saying, oh, I'll never get it. Well, I'll give you an example. Let's 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 go with a little. I was just trying to think of something that mm-hmm. really was big and strong. Um, all my life, I would get to a point where I would almost get something, and then I would do something that would screw it up, and I'd lose that place. An example, this girl I liked, um, uh, Anna Reed. Anna Reed, if you're listening and you've become metaphysical, <laughs> I had a crush on you in, uh, I think it was eighth grade. And I just thought she was like the cat's meow. And she, you know what? It's really funny. You remind me of, she reminded me of you, I think. Really? And and I just thought, wow, she's the most gorgeous woman I've ever seen. And we're, I'm in eighth grade. She's in eighth grade. She just came to our school and, and we, and she would ride my bus. And so I really, really liked her. I found out later that she had really liked me. Aww. However, she said, <laughs> she told her friend, and, and her friend told me through another friend, she said, oh, he just acts such a, like such a child. And she's in eighth grade, right? <laughs> well, <you do. laughs> and I'm in I'm eighth. And, and, well, that's who I am, though. I've always you're had always this, joking. I always that's have this happy-go-lucky attitude, and I'm always on... I'm always positive. I'm always laughing. I'm always, I'm the, I was the class clown. I was all those things. You're serious when you need to be. When I need to be. Regular in normal circumstances. Yeah. You're a jokester. But in every other circumstance, mm-hmm. I'm just a happy-go-lucky. and exactly. I enjoy life. I enjoy myself. And so I was devastated. And that was like the first time I'd ever noticed that. But then there was another time when I was in the service. I, they wanted me to be the leader of this one thing and one day i made this stupid funny joke and the guy who was making people leaders looked at me and he goes you know i was going to choose you but forget it you're you're too much of a child that that attitude you know and i and i would screw it up and it happened a number of times i look back on my life and i see different situations where that happened one day i met this guy he was an old salt in the coast guard and uh it was the first time on the first time on a ship and I said, uh, <laughs> I got on the on the on the ship, and uh, I was trying to, you know, become in the in group. I wanted to be friends with the with the guys who were the the cool mm-hmm. guys. And I pushed, kind of pushed, I was kind of pushing my way in. And he walked over to me. He says, "Come with me." And I said, "Oh." And he had this beard, and he's old salty kind of guy. And he goes, he goes, Dennis. Says if you want to you were be, 18. I was eighteen. You want to be in the group. If you want to be accepted into a circle of people, wait till you're asked. Don't push. He says you're kind of pushing, and everybody likes you. But if you push, you're not gonna. You're gonna. You're gonna be snubbed. Uh-huh. He says I heard people talking. Just let me know. I shut up and I didn't do anything more. Well, it was and your I, history of your need to be liked, accepted, and liked. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so and that's been going on for years, and had had gone on for years. Right. And, and I said, okay, so I backed off, and I'll be damned if not. I'll be I'll be blessed. I guess is right. more of the word. Not damned. Um, just a few days later, they asked me to come and and do some things with them to come over to the the place, where, and and I was accepted. 
It was wild. I'd never had that experience. And after I'd been, after we'd get, gotten together with the guys, you know, I, I decided I didn't want to be in that you group. You created your reality. Yeah. It's what you chose to have, and you created it. But, but I, you sat back and allowed, allowed it, it to, to happen. happen. And that's what we tell everybody every week. Don't push it. Don't force it. Don't try to get that square peg in the round hole. Allow it to happen. Rest in the flow. Yeah, and so I did. I was accepted. But then I realized I really didn't want to be in this group. <laughs> and so They weren't the great ones. They weren't what I thought they were. And it was that appearance that they put up on the outside. The grass is greener syndrome. It, no, it was it was the, 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 mm-hmm. the, what they wanted everybody else to see. But inside that group, it was like, oh, wait a minute. I don't know if I want to be well, there. it was the facade. The cool <laughs> kids, you know, become the jerks. So, you know. So you wait and get asked, and you decide whether you want to be in or not. Well, it's interesting because... By the way, thanks for waking asleep. Thank you for the birthday wish. <laughs> it's, you know, because when I was in high school, I was in what you would call the cool crowd, I guess. And I was not. And, I, and you weren't, but... Well, we were in different schools, different states, but yeah. um, I was in that cool crowd, and I was one of the school leaders, and I did everything, and, you know, very active in You were one school. of those girls. I was one of those people. <laughs> and when I went to my 20, I, and I was very active and participated in my high school reunions. We, I helped plan the 10th and the 20th. And when I went to the 20th, and it was a weekend. The 10th, it was just one night that we all did. But on the 20th reunion, we all had a weekend mm-hmm. at the hotel. We were at a hotel in Miami Beach. And I got to know a lot of the people that I didn't know in high school. Mm-hmm. And I was from a very large high school. There were 1,160-some-odd people in my graduating class alone. It was a Miami High. There was barely that many in my hometown. <laughs> exactly. But this was in my graduating class. So there were a lot of us there. And I got to know some people that I never knew in high school. And they were in the, like, I guess if you had A, B, and C groups, they were in the, the B and the C groups. Mm-hmm. And they were such such nice people. And we would sit there and we would talk and i go, you know, and they remembered me, but I didn't know them, or they were in a different club or something. And I say, you know, I really like you. I wish we had known each other better in high school. I wish we had been friends. Yeah. And if if I could go back and relive those years, I would be more open to everyone. And I wasn't a mean person. I just had my own group of friends and didn't know I don't know what it is. I, 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 it's hard to explain, but I was always nice. And people today even say to me, oh, I remember you. You were always so nice, but I didn't really know them well. Yeah. I guess even then I had a wall. Uh, you know, I, mm-hmm. I wasn't a snob, but I just, I guess I wasn't aware. I, I think people, people. But that's not my history. No. That, I mean, that is my history. Is That's not my destiny. not my destiny. And I was able to break that mold. And I realized that, I guess, so if I was, if it was my 20th reunion, I was 38 years old. And from that point on is when I started really tapping in to the metaphysical world and getting to know what's out there and being aware of who I am in relationship to others. Mm-hmm. And that's what's so important with people. That to know how your actions reflect upon another's actions 
and they react to you or how your actions reflect upon another's reaction. And, and that's how we are all connected. We're all one. Mm-hmm. We are. And and we have different aspects in life. But, um, uh, you know, being being uh having having uh grown up in a not so lucrative family you always had to work for everything you had to work for oh even in my family i had to work for any kind of praise at all it was i didn't get much you know it wasn't really given out freely there was you know you you grew up in a tough family pe- people would say i love you but you know it was like and then they'd smack you upside the head <laughs> So you you know trying to stay away from that whole thing was was the key, but finding out so I, I in in past lives I was always a fighter I was always in in the wars right like in World War Two I was a uh, I was a pilot in World War Two and I and I have through a past life regression figured out that in this lifetime I came in to be a lover <laughs> rather than a fighter so I was just and you're very good at it dear oh thank you ooh. <laughs> I know what I'm getting for my birthday. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to have to push the blush face here. (laughs) And with that said, it was... (laughs) Okay. Gliding right on through. TMI. (laughs) So you were saying... I don't remember what I was saying. (laughs) You're a lover. Oh, yeah, I'm a lover. Anyway... uh, just going on with your history is not your destiny. There's there's a lot of things you can look at in life and look and, and see what you've done in your life and look back and say, why did I do that or what was that about? And and you have to analyze it, look it over, see what it see what it says to you, and then decide do you want to continue on in that? You don't have to. You don't have to continue if, unless it's a positive thing. If your life is very positive and you've had a great life and everything's worked out perfectly for you, why change it? Go ahead and continue on with that history and make it your destiny, exactly. make it positive. If you're happy with the way things are, why change? But it doesn't have to be your 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 destiny. Your history doesn't have to be that. If it's negative, if it was something else. I um I, I took the the idea, the thought when I was very young, I, I decided that if I ever had kids, I would never treat them the way my kids, the way my father treated me. And I, I didn't. I, I, the, buck, the buck stopped here. I mean, I had one time, I used, my dad used to take a belt off, you know. He was really a tough guy. And he would uh, sometimes he would just grab my left arm and, and really literally kick me around in a circle. <coughs> <coughs> And so I decided that that moment, this is not continuing on. When my children were born, my youngest or my oldest, uh, Joel, one time I, I I swatted him on the butt because it, it just came out. But he had a real thick diaper on, and it was just a tap. And I and I stopped, and I had to I had to I was flabbergasted. I said, what did I do that for? However, from that moment on, I would say to Joel, uh you know, gonna have to get get a SWAT. Oh no, Dad! No, 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 no. You know, and it was just the thought of that. Exactly. The and, and the discipline would work. So I never really raised my hand to him. <laughs> <laughs> but that that one time, but it did. It worked. I would never. I, you know, I decided that was it. The buck is stopping here. I am not 
perpetuating this crap that went on in my life. Exactly, and you and you stopped it. But now, you know, here's a, a chat question. Awake and Asleep says, what can you do about a crummy life that seems like you are fulfilling karmic debts? Good question. Um, she says, I... She says, I think oftentimes our family and friends are enemies from past lives. We have things to work out with. And and that's very true. You know, as when we were talking about the Twin Soul Show, everyone in your life, everyone you have created to be in your circle, your friends and family, are soul connections. You've you've chosen them and you're they're in your life for a reason, for your own experience. Some good, some bad. Some uh, if you if you want to say it's a karmic debt, that's fine. But there's good karma, there's bad karma. Karma, is, I, I, I got to tell karma you, karma is a choice of words. Karma, too. karma is a very loosely used phrase, and I'm gonna I'm gonna clarify what karma mm-hmm. to me is. Karma to me is simply an agreement and a contract with someone who you were in life with before to finalize something that you didn't finish up before and you finish it up in this life. Karma does not always mean if I was a good person or if I was a bad person in a past life, I'm going to have bad things done to me. It's not a curse. It's not a curse. It's not a bad thing. Karma can be very good. Karma is simply finishing up contracts or agreements that you had with people who were in life with you in another life and have come back into this particular lifetime to finish that off in whatever way and whatever form it it takes. So don't think that karma is bad, even though some of the things you may be going through at the time are negative. They can be negative. They can be positive. It's all a positive output at the end because you have learned a considerable uh uh, experiential learning by going through a negative feeling situation because at the end of it once you get through it it, it becomes positive even though it looks negative in the middle no matter exactly. what you go through it's always positive because it's growth it's uh, an acceptance of something or or something that used to do exactly and so awaken to sleep says so can we not leave until they are done? What if we want to go? You can go anytime. You, you can go anytime you want to. It's your choice. You choose to say, okay, this is it. I'm done. You know, this is your life. You've created this in your in your energy, in your own world. This is what you've chosen. I choose not to be a part of that. And by the way, you you can't just choose to be out of here. If you if you make a choice and you're going to leave and and leave early, it's already part of your path. It's already part of your path. So you're not doing anything that's that's different than you already planned out because you can't. Exactly. There's no so, way. But if you look at look at it this way, and this is the way I choose to look at life in my own little world. I have created you to be here with me. I've created all of you to be players in my arena, on my on my. Could you stage. give me a better like body next time? <laughs> right, yeah, me too, dear. <laughs> but I have created each person that I interact with to be in my play, just as each of you have created your own play on your own stage. Every one of us has a play going on. Okay, so you can choose to pull that curtain down anytime you want to. You can choose to to rewrite Act Two or Act Three, Four, and Five, and kick characters mm-hmm. out. 
or bring characters in. It's your play. You create it, just as each person is creating theirs. So when you say, uh, can we not leave until they're done, you, you're in your own play. You do what you want. They'll do what they want. Now, <laughs> you might. your next question would be, what if they're keeping me in their play? Do I still have to be here? Well, goes back to the goes back to the How life to plan. It goes back to the life plan. You choose and you plan your life out in conjunction with everybody else that's in your life. There you go. So if it, at that moment you're choosing to leave, in a, in a human sense, the soul has already created the life to to leave in a cellular sense or ex, not to not leave. So. As far as choices and things like that, if a choice comes into your mind and you can believe it and you're moving forward and you can feel it and you know what's happening, it's because you've set it up earlier to go in, go into this situation. So I, I used to joke complex. about it. Exactly. And I used to joke about it and say, you know, with my first husband, I'd say, you know, well, I'm done. Karmically, I'm done with him, but hopefully he's, he's done, done with me. That I don't have life to come is, back into this life and do that with him again. Life is, is – if life was simple, we wouldn't take the time to come into it. Hey, we wouldn't be here. Exactly. And if we all believed the same way or had the same thoughts, then, you know, a few of us are unnecessary. Exactly. It only takes one thought <laughs> to create a reality. Everyone has an opinion. <laughs> it's like – oh, never mind. <laughs> so, those of you in the chat room, any other questions that – you know, I, I love this topic because it's – it's near and dear to us in terms of what we teach people to be okay and be more than okay. Love yourself. Accept yourself who you are because you love yourself exactly the way you are. Yeah. Isn't that a, a Billy Joel song? Uh, just love the you way just you are. the way you are. Mm. That's so. It actually, they played that song in Zumba class the other day. <laughs> I love you just the way you are. In fact, that's a song we need to download some bars to that we can play because it's so important. Look in the mirror. You tell people this all the time. Mm-hmm. If you can look in the mirror and say, "I love you," with all your flaws, then you are ready. And this is what we were talking to. Uh, Stephanie about earlier if you can do that and say I love me I'm happy with who I am then your twin soul will come into your life and see that love in your eyes and will be a draw will be drawn to you rather than repelled he or she will see the reflection of themselves in your eyes and that's the love you're looking for has no um, it has nothing to do with the physical you. It has to do with the spiritual you of who you are and your soul's energy. I think we're preaching to the choir out here. I know. Everybody knows that. <laughs> um, well, you know. Twin Soul says it feels good to be so positive with yourself and make such a beautiful difference in life. It is. It, it feels good. But, you know, we, we say it over and over and over again because as humans, we forget. I'm glad you uh, prefaced that as humans. As humans. <laughs> you know, we're all spiritual beings having a human experience. Mm-hmm. And many times I'll say to you, stop being so human. <laughs> 
uh, you know, where I'll say, my, aren't we being spiritual? Because yeah. it happens. We get into that human mode, and then you say, you know, in the grand scheme of things, is this really worth it? No. It's just a, a blip on the radar. It is. Uh, it just it doesn't really matter. And, you know, and we all need to hear this as a reminder. So, anyway, we hope that uh, we've made some sense tonight. Uh, I hope you're enjoying your birthday today. I am. I, uh, I, I really am. I'm going to play one more little song here okay. that uh, my friend Don put together and I played guitar on. It's one I have never played before. So. All right. Before we leave you tonight, we're going to play a song and then we're going to come back and wind up and um, yeah. and let you know that we're going to, we're on every Tuesday from 6 to 8 p.m. Pacific time. And next Tuesday is a fun show. I'm going to interview you. Oh, you are? Yes. It's everything you've ever wanted to know about the other <laughs> side. And so come prepared with your questions. If you have questions that you want us to answer on the air, send me an email. There you go. Um, post it to our webpage on um, on our Facebook page for uh, facebook.com slash messages from beyond. Uh, ask questions there. Send me an email, alice at messagesfrombeyond.com. And we're going to answer questions on Tuesday everything you've ever wanted to know about the other side. So join us Tuesday and enjoy the song.
Oh, thank you guys for being here tonight. We really appreciate it. And thank you for helping us celebrate Dennis's big birthday. You've been listening to Messages from Beyond with Dennis and Alice Jackson. Join us every Tuesday from 6 to 8 p.m. Pacific Time. May peace be with you always. Always. Always.